Hello, it's Melissa Jo Graham. Thanks for tuning in. If you listen to my last episode, I kind of talk about finding the inner strength to push through when you didn't think you could. So I wanted to share the part of my book, you know, I refer to um, in my book about pushing through when I didn't think I could. And it's just, you know, if you want to listen to a, a little clip of a part of my book, I'm going to read it to you and try not to mess up because, you know, I'm not a professional here. So, this chapter's called, It's Go Time. I was in full labor. All kinds of people were getting paged and called into my room. Doctors and nurses were running in and out. And I was watching the flurry of activity surrounding me. My only job was to remain calm. In my head, I was in full panic mode. Physically, I was in the worst pain of my life. Mentally, I was trying not to panic. The nurse gave me the last dose of pain medicine before it was time to push. It's time to push. The last dose of medicine only numbed my legs. It didn't numb my vagina. My my vagina felt like it was ripping apart. Why didn't the epidural numb all the labor pains? Why was the epidural numbing the wrong area? I felt the pain everywhere else. The only pain-free area was my legs. If I wanted to run out the room, I would fall flat on my face. My legs were dead weight. Stephanie and Josh were holding my legs up until my sister couldn't handle the dead weight. Could I blame her? I wouldn't want to hold my own legs up. My nurse took over the leg holding duty. Everything was a blur a blur by this point. I looked at my door and there was an audience of doctors. A full audience for this fat girl's delivery. Have you ever seen a fat girl give birth? I don't know when I stopped caring about who saw me naked. But I did stop caring. I didn't care who saw my vagina. Everyone can, everyone can look. There were only two doctors with front row tickets to the Melissa's Vagina Show. Josh's mom never got kicked out. Once the viewing party arrived, she got stuck in the quarter, corner. Sharon didn't move a muscle. She was worried that if she moved, someone would kick her out. I didn't care that she had seen everything. I felt depleted and I could use everyone's strength to help me reach the end. I needed her support. All the movies show the breathing technique, which I didn't practice. Honestly, I thought it was a load of crap. As I gasped for breath, I realized I should have mastered breathing during childbirth. I didn't know how to control my breath. I was being told to control my breathing. I wasn't even sure if I was breathing. I was dominating child, dominating child labor like a pro. I kept pushing and pushing. My baby was slowly coming out. Inch by inch, I was getting closer to meeting my baby. I knew childbirth was a long process, but this was taking forever. I wasn't sure how much longer I could keep on pushing in these small increments. I kept pushing and pushing. I I did not feel like I was getting any, any closer to seeing my son. I was screaming obscenities at everyone. I was out of breath. I could only imagine the craziness I was spouting from my mouth. I knew they weren't nice words. I wanted this to be over and done with. I wanted to run away. I couldn't feel my legs. Running wasn't an option for me. Could I have a five minute break? I've never fainted, but I felt like I was going to faint. I had nothing left in me. I couldn't push anymore. I was not a tough cookie. I was losing my mind. I was giving up. Let's do the C-section. I don't even care that everyone was seeing me give up. I had nothing left. What do I remember about this moment? The random doctor telling me to stop screaming. She was a member of the audience. 
The audience doesn't talk to the leading lady. You are not part of the show. You're not, you aren't helping deliver my baby. I went and smacked this lady. I will never forget her face. Who did she think she was? She told me I was wasting my energy. She had a valid point. I was wasting my energy by screaming. But I, I wanted to yell. It made me feel better. Josh yelled. Every time you stop pushing, the baby gets sucked back up. Wait. I've been pushing for an eternity. And I'm not closer to seeing my son. I wanted to cry my eyes out. I thought he was slowly coming out. Every time I stopped pushing, his head would go back up my vagina. I couldn't believe it. I should have watched a childbirth video. Nope. All this pushing was for nothing. He was getting sucked back up when I stopped pushing. He needed to come out, not go back up. 24 hours and still no baby. Just a pissed off and exhausted pregnant woman. Would it have been easier for me to have a C-section? I mustered up the last bit of courage I had left and pushed. I kept pushing. When I felt like giving up, I would push further. I pushed with all the remaining energy I had left in my being and he was out. I did it. <laughs> I've never felt so much joy. Joy that he was out. Joy that I was done pushing. I was on the verge of quitting and I didn't quit. The last push was the hardest thing I've ever done. This journey was all worth it when I saw my baby. I survived. The delivery room pushed me to, the, to my physical and mental limits. Right past my limit, I found the silver lining. My baby was on the other side. When I felt like giving up, I pushed harder. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't believe in myself. I found the courage in myself. Everyone in the room was cheering me on. They couldn't push the baby out for me. It was up to me. I can do anything. <laughs> I'm a mother. So, this is, yeah. So, I wanted to share this chapter just because I, you know, kind of talked about it a little bit in my last podcast. But, yes. I wanted to give up. And I'm telling you, I've never wanted to just give up on something so bad in my life. And this was like a deep, you know, like you doubt yourself, you but you find the courage. And so many, I, I mean, I just, I didn't believe I could do it and I did it. I still can't believe like that I had a ba- I had a baby. So much of this I wanted to stop, but yes. Like I I totally was clueless of what I wanted to do with through chop cuz I didn't I didn't watch any of the videos. I didn't know the pushing and that usually when you get to the point where you want to give up, you're really about to have a baby. I didn't you know, I didn't get any of these moments. And I and I am still pissed that when you, when I, the only epidural I've ever had, it didn't work, except it made my my legs completely numb, and I couldn't run away because I really wanted to run away, but I, there wasn't mean I wasn't leaving that that hospital room unless the baby was out. But I wanted to leave, I wanted to quit, and I couldn't. And I like to, you know, my initial reaction to a lot of things is whenever it get to run, and I couldn't run. I was the only one that couldn't leave. So, anyways, but yes, so this is, you know, my story. I want to read, I'm going to read another chapter just because, you know, y'all, I know y'all like these podcasts where I read chapters from my book. So, this chapter is called It's a Boy. 
once he was out, I physically felt better. The pressure I felt was gone. And maybe I, uh, this is sidetracked, this is not the story. But maybe I have like a really great voice for reading books. And maybe I should do that for a living. <laughs> anyway, let me start over. So, it's a boy. Once he was out, I physically felt better. The pressure I felt was gone. I did it. This fat girl had a baby. They laid him on my chest with his umbilical cord still attached. I was, exci I was excited because I finally got to hold my baby. He was covered in blood and gunk, but he, he was perfect. Josh got the honor of cutting the umbilical cord. I've never felt so many emotions in a 24-hour period. My feeling of exhaustion disappeared, and now I can, all I felt was pure joy. A pediatrician gave him a full checkup. I was relieved that he was breathing and had all his fingers and toes. I did it. I bought him into this world while I was a fat girl. I wasn't another statistic. The last nine months were full of obstacles, and I survived. Looking into his eyes made it all worth it. Once I looked into his eyes, I knew he was mine. I knew I was meant to be his mom. Tel television gave me a skewed version of childbirth. The media portrayed ch childbirth as a super easy, either a super easy or impossible. I didn't watch the childbirth YouTube videos. I never watched the videos to prepare for what I experienced in the delivery room. Side note, it this is me just talking free. It wouldn't have been, there's probably not anything because now we know that plus size pregnancies aren't the same and there's probably not like some video, you know, special for plus size pregnancy. I preferred to be, back to the story, I preferred to be in the dark on all delivery related matters. If I read all the books and watched all the YouTube videos, it was nothing compared to this real life experience. No movie or doctor could have prepared me for what I felt like when I delivered my son. It was not easy. It was hard. It was gross. It changed everything. My delivery store is not over. I delivered a baby, but I still had work to do. They still needed to clean me out. Everyone else was busy taking pictures of Levi. The doctors were discussing the afterbirth plan with me. Wait, what is the afterbirth? Beware screamish, screamish readers, a.k.a. podcast listeners right now. I'm about to give you the real lowdown on what happened next. The end scene is upon us. The afterbirth process, I'm glad I never researched. I thought I was done with childbirth. The doctor had to push the placenta out. It wasn't pretty, it was disgusting, and it hurt like hell. They pushed hard on my stomach. They pushed from different angles. There has to be a method to this madness. All I felt was pain. I thought I was done pushing. Now I felt like my innards were being pushed around. When was this going to stop? Then it stopped, and I felt a big release of pressure. The contents of my placenta flew out. They missed the bucket. The, there was blood everywhere. The poor doc, doctor was front center to the blood fest. When I looked up again, he was covered in my blood. His clothes were drenched in my body fluids. My blood had splattered across the room. It was everywhere. It was on the doctor's shoes, the walls, and the bed. And everyone was acting like it was completely normal. How was I not dead? <laughs> then, then I saw the amount of blood in the bucket. Josh and Stephanie told me it smelled like death. I don't remember the smell. Once the afterbirth was out, I felt better. I felt like the old Melissa. I survived delivery and the afterbirth process. The doctor informed me that I had torn my vagina. It wasn't bad enough that I pooped in front of 20 people. But now I've ripped my vagina. 
It didn't make me feel better that vagina tears were normal. My vagina was a battle zone that I didn't want to see. It took up a couple of stitches and I was back to normal. After what I survived, a vaginal tear was the least of my worries. I wanted to share every detail of my childbirth. Pregnancy and childbirth showed me the powerhouse that is in every woman. You will have your own unique story. I learned that I was now part of an amazing group of women. My body went through a lot, mentally and physically. The medical aspect of childbirth still astonishes me. My fat pregnancy made me wonder if I would make it to the delivery room. And I learned that I was a powerhouse. I wouldn't have survived without the awesome doctors and nurses. It's a daily routine for the doctors and nurses. They helped me through the entire process. They knew what I needed. Trust me, ladies, I wanted to give up. They gave me words of encouragement that helped me push through. Everyone in that labor room lifted me up when I thought I had nothing left. The fact that I made it to the delivery room was a major accomplishment. I never took it for granted. I didn't believe I would be able to carry a base, carry a baby based on the statistics for big girls. The entire experience was pure magic, and I remember every detail of my delivery. It felt like time slowed down. I wanted to cherish being able to bring a life into this world. The odds were stacked against my pregnancy, and I made it. I finally got to see my son all cleaned up. This was the moment I've been waiting for since I saw the plus sign on that pregnant on the pregnancy test. I looked into his beautiful eyes and held his small hands, speechless. I was not prepared for the instant love I felt when I saw my son holding my tiny human for the first time. My heart was full. I survived the most exhausting, painful, and rewarding experience of my life. I made it. I looked at every part of Levi. I wanted to remember how he looked in this moment, how, I, how it felt, how he smelled, and how he looked at me. I was meant to be his mother. The pictures from this moment paint a completely different picture. I remember the elation and joy. In the pictures, my face was swollen. I looked like I was hit by a truck. Stephanie tried to fix my hair. She couldn't fix me. I was a hot mess. My pictures were raw, but it was the proof that I survived childbirth. I was not the mom with the fresh makeup and the blowout for birth pictures. I was simply a woman that went through one of the craziest experiences of my life. I was in awe of the new life that I had created. The picture represented the beginning of my life as a mother. Every time I see the picture, all the warm, fully, all the warm fuzzy feelings come back. I made it. I'm going to post this. It's in my book, the picture I'm talking about. But I'll post it on Instagram. But yeah, I look like a hot mess. And my sister pulled my hair back because I was holding a baby and I wasn't going to let him go. She pulled it up and you can see my lips are swollen. I was swollen. You probably, I don't even know what you see. It's in black and white because, you know, it was, back then people, we used the, she took camera pictures on the disposable cameras. We had like a flip phone or whatever. But, yeah, I was like a hot mess. Um, but it was like, I will never forget because I survived some crazy experience. And that's like the first picture of me as a mom. And there, there's so many other pictures and I look horrible. But, yes, well, I, I mean, I don't know. You could look good at, after what you experience. But there's people that look like stellar. So... So, I just wanted to share, well, I'll share two chapters. Um, you uh, you could tell, like, so, there was so much about my story that 
I know someone's going to get because it's not pretty. Childbirth and labor, all of it is not pretty, but I did it. And I, so, so many times, you know, I doubted that I would make it and I was worried that my son would make it in this world and we did it you know it wasn't easy and I know that it doesn't that's not always the a mother's story sometimes they their child doesn't make it but I <clears throat> want to give hope that it that there can be a positive outcome because I feel like so much you know especially now like post you know after COVID everything is so fear-based and you're scared to do so much now so just remember there's hope and hopefully my story which is sometimes you know is gross which it you know a lot of gross stuff happened during childbirth it will make uh whatever you experience in your delivery room a little bit less gross and scary because i'm sharing my story so if you like this um, episode, if you could share on mo uh, social media and tag me in it so I can see it, you'll you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, um, Melissa Joe Graham, and have a great one, guys.